Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in so I think that it's obviously different because you can't just come and go as you please. So that's one thing. You, we can't just practice on our field. Like yesterday, we had 35 minutes on our field, which we understand, you know, because we're putting on a tournament where a, a lot of teams need to practice. The one thing that, quite honestly, I didn't really account for because we'd never had to experience it is our our players are still in finals. And, and so when you're in town, you're still dealing with finals today and trying to schedule finals around practice. Whereas if we're on the road, they would have already been done and, uh, you know, coordinated to do it before you had to go on the ro- we had to go on the road. And so that's one thing that I didn't really take into account of, you know, just being home. You don't have necessarily the ability to do it earlier before the tournament starts here in town. So um, so they're still getting pulled in a lot of directions. They still have their minds on finishing the semester academically. And so that's more of the, you know, how it affects them more than anything right now. All right, there you go. That is Courtney Diefel and the SEC softball tournament underway, and that will include Arkansas today as we welcome you to the zone. On the road today, we are celebrating... Knocking on wood. 40 years at Datamax. Yes, hopefully they play because the uh, there's obviously some weather in northwest Arkansas, but we'll assume, look at the forecast, that there should uh, be a significant amount of game played today. Hopefully that includes Arkansas's game. They are set at this point to start at 4 o'clock against Missouri, a team that unfortunately handled them in the final regular season series. It was, of course, in Columbia, and so hopefully being in Fayetteville will help. What? Arkansas-Alabama. What? Arkansas-Alabama today. I thought they were playing Missouri. No, Alabama beat Missouri last night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's okay. Where did I see that? Uh, They played the winner of Missouri-Alabama, but Alabama beat them 7-2. Missed that. That's good. uh, Yeah, they'll play. I don't want to play Missouri again. They'll play the late game tonight, the latest game. They've already made some changes to the SEC tournament schedule because of yesterday. They had a lengthy four-hour lightning delay. And then you had two games go into uh, extra innings, so that lengthened uh, the day yesterday. So they didn't get to play Kentucky and Florida last night. They're going to play that right now. Actually, they're starting right now. And then the late game tonight, which is supposed to be the winner of Kentucky-Florida at Tennessee, that's already been moved, and they'll play that one on Friday. So four games today, and Kentucky and Florida get it started. But the last game is supposed to be Alabama-Arkansas. It says 35 minutes after the completion of the South Carolina-Georgia game, which starts at 4, so 6. 6, 30, around 7 o'clock, hopefully. Yeah, this is. I just looked at the release, and it was, uh, I didn't see, I guess, I just saw Missouri. I didn't see the Alabama part in there. Okay, good. Well, that's nice. I don't want to play uh, Missouri anyway. Arkansas dropped its lone game in the tournament to Alabama in 2010, last time they played a Bogle. So that was a long time ago. doesn't mean a whole lot about anything today. So I don't know how Arkansas did against Alabama earlier this year. Do you? I'm pretty sure. I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure they beat Alabama. Took two out of three from them. It was the first time for them to win a series at Tuscaloosa. I think we uh, we talked about that. Is that the series that. that finished on Monday or is that Georgia? Uh, that was Tennessee. They had two of them. And then the other one was, I think so, Alabama. I think you're right. And they won on Monday. I think that's exactly right. Yep. Okay. So there you go. I think we uh, stumbled our way around to the correct answer. Uh, we're going to talk to a number of folks here at Datamax today. They're celebrating 40 years. Uh, they want to say thank you to Arkansas. Great fans over the years are doing an open house here from now until 3. And they've got food trucks outside. Count Porcula's here. Lily's Mexican Cuisine. They are doing a complimentary lunch for those who want to stop by, say hello, and learn a little bit more about Datamax today. We're over here on Canis Road, 7400 Canis Road in Little Rock. Just right off of 630. Very conveniently located. Got here in no time flat. 
and they're going to do some tech demonstrations, and they've got some door prizes. And, oh, by the way, Miss Arkansas is here. We're going to talk to Ebony Mitchell in 10 minutes uh, about her reign as Miss Arkansas. So we'll look forward to that, and then we'll talk about the sports news of the day, among other things. So the question of the day today, Christian, this is based on something I saw from Britney Spears, which is A, um, she's a little bit out of the ordinary, and B, maybe she is a lunatic. Um, she drinks caffeine drinks by the gallon. Something experts say is not great. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, um, which produced a documentary, by the way, that will air on Monday, that Brittany guzzles Red Bull Celsius, which I've never had, coffee, and dandelion tea almost nonstop. They uh, say that she consumes so much caffeine, she'll sometimes stay awake for three consecutive days. That is probably not great for your health. So I got to thinking today, uh, and you hear about people, mostly drug addicts, who will stay up for multiple days at a time. And uh, I don't want to do that. i got a head turn on that one. Not us. We're not on <laughs> drugs. We're just caffeine. Um, so I thought, what's the longest you've ever stayed up in a row without sleeping? Hell week when I was pledging my fraternity. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was three, uh, I can't remember. You know, it's kind of fuzzy. But I think it was three days in a row we stayed up. You didn't go to bed at one moment. You no. didn't sleep for one second. There you were awake the entire time. You did not rest at all. There was a, a couple of moments during the day where we would eat, and I mean, you were so tired you'd fall asleep sure. for like five minutes. Okay, but n- no, nothing, nothing as far as like th- power naps, nothing like that. No. Yeah. Well, I'm saying fall asleep still counts. I'm not. T- I'm not saying straight without any yeah. sleep. I would say 21 hours is probably my limit. I remember a time in high school we went on a trip, and we ended up just staying up basically all night long and jumped on the bus and rode home the next day and slept the entire way home, but. Probably so. I'm talking like 8 a.m. and up until 5 a.m. or mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. You've never um, stayed up 24 hours straight. No chance. That's pretty oh, amazing. Never happened. I, I've driven all night before, and and you 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 arrive. It was a beach trip when I was a little younger, and drove all night. Got there, and I was like, well, I'm gonna take a nap. But then I'm so excited, and then we and everybody's ready to go. You know, let's, let's go. Let's go to the beach. Let's go play golf. Let's go do whatever. And then I just stayed up. So I, I probably woke up at around 10 a.m. Got there, stayed up until like seven. So that would be like 36, 38 hours straight. Yeah, Christian, what do you think yours is? What's your best or um, worst? <laughs> And did you do it intentionally? That's the other question. Is that, Did you stay awake on purpose, or was it something you just couldn't go to sleep? I just don't have a problem sleeping. And by the end of the day, especially at night, like, I'm not a, I'm a, I can get up at 3 in the morning and start my day. But, like, trying to stay up all night, forget about it. I'm done. Yeah, mine was on purpose, but I do have problems sleeping. But I would say, I can't remember the exact time and why, but it's 55-plus hours. Oh, wow. That's two days straight. That's awesome. Yeah. That's not awesome, Wes. That's terrible. Uh, I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Thank you. Uh, okay. So there you go. You can weigh in on Twitter at CWeaver1037, at Wes underscore more, at Justin Acree7. I kind of didn't expect to be in the minority here, but I guess I am. How about that? Uh, I'm surprised, too, because you have that um, go, 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 go type of uh, personality. That's why I'm tired, Wes, at the end of the day, because I'm go, go, going all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you get that uh, that second wind, and you just you, you, it kicks in, and you, you keep going. And yeah, my second wind doesn't keep me up for 24 hours, though, for some reason. Um, anyway. And I'm you work on a, a, lot, a lot less sleep than I do. How do you mean? Because you get up so early in the morning. I yeah, mean, but you're you up, up a lot later. Typically at four, five. When you're driving home from work, half the time I'm usually asleep by then, though. So it's just different. Like I, most of my friends stay up later than I do, and none of my friends get up earlier than I do. How many hours of sleep do you typically get? Seven. Oh, that's, that's good. What I get? Yeah. Okay. So I usually go to bed about nine thirty and get up at four thirty. So some of the texts that I send you at night, you're not getting until the next morning. Yeah, I mean, it's, sometimes they'll wake me up, and I just look at them, and then I just ignore you until the next day. But so usually you, you leave wait. your phone on at night? Not usually. Normally oh. I do turn it off because I don't want to be dinged to death or <laughs> getting it. It's like I don't want to know that the Lakers won at 11.30 unless I'm up watching like I was last night. So I will admit, today I slept until 6.30 because I was up until however late that game was last night. So yesterday I followed the Westmore way of doing things and stayed up a little later. Awesome. Yeah, not really. I mean, I really do like going to bed early and get up early, but it's fine. Um, in addition to Arkansas playing in its tournament, Central Arkansas, which has had a spectacular season, is going to put their uh, hopes on the line today of winning the A-Sun and leaving no doubt as to whether or not they're in the field of 64. And It would be a travesty if they weren't, even if they didn't happen to win 
the conference title, but uh, we will see what happens. Hopefully they don't have to debate it or discuss it or worry about it. They are playing at 1130 today against North Alabama. At least that's what my information says. You never know today. Uh, it's right. I could be wrong. They're starting games. They started games at 9 a.m. in the A-Sun. This is over in DeLand, Florida. I'm guessing the weather's okay. That is the most remote, horrific town in the A-Sun. I do not know why, other than the fact it's in Florida. You know, it's like my my, uh, uncle once said. He said, uh, I was looking at a job in Bakersfield when I got done my internship, and and I was like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, because they live in California. He said, let me tell you something. He goes, there's Bakersfield, and there's California. He's like, that ain't the same thing. (laughs) So that's how DeLand, Florida is. It is a, uh, the weather's warm. But it's a dump, and you do not want to go there. So hopefully Central Arkansas can go over there, roll through the tournament, and get themselves a championship. And, I mean, heck, if they win the thing, they might end up with a pretty darn good seed. I don't know what their seed possibilities are. they got to be a two. I would think they could be a two. No doubt. No, they are a two. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. And if they lose, they're still in this tournament. No doubt in my mind. If they aren't... Then it's a travesty, and we need to create all kinds of hell on the air calling the NCAA. No, seriously. Well, I never know what to expect from them. They're losers, but no doubt. I would be shocked if they weren't, for sure, with the year they've had. They're ranked in the top 20. Their RPI is in the top 20. They are are the prime example of a two-seed that will be placed in Fayetteville and playing Arkansas. I have zero doubt in my mind. I still don't think they should have to do that. I don't either. I I don't think it's fair for Arkansas or UCF. I agree. But because again, I think, the NCAA, and they I think both are capable of winning their regional yep. and moving on to a super regional. 100%. And I would like to see two Arkansas teams in the super regional. I would like to see two Arkansas teams in Oklahoma City. But that's obviously pie in the sky. So Sam Lane wrote the preview in the Democrat Gazette today. Did a great job. He's done a good job of covering the program through the year. So he pointed out something really interesting. Oklahoma's number one in the nation with an ERA with .087. Or a .87, excuse me. Um, Clemson is second, 1.35 team ERA. Central Arkansas has the third best ERA in America, which is incredible. They are at, uh, let me see here. What is theirs? I don't see it here. Anyway, their two individuals are Caleb Beaver, who's got a 121, and Jordan Johnson's a 164. So, I mean, they're... Team ERAs in the obviously not much higher than one three five. How about Beaver has a better ERA, but Johnson was the A Sun pitcher of the year. Pretty amazing. I mean, that's a great one two punch. By the each have beaten Arkansas. They beat Arkansas twice. Each pitcher started and won the game. Two different pitchers. That's right. Exactly. Um, by the way, uh, North Alabama is pretty darn good. Thirty one fourteen and one. So Liberty is the next highest-ranked team in the RPI, mm-hmm. but North Alabama's had a good season, so it's not an easy task playing even the five seed here in the opener for Central Arkansas. I'm starting to think the A-Sun might be pretty good in softball, yeah. Wes. Well, so I'm starting they to only think. lost two games in the A-Sun. Right. And North Alabama was one of them. There you go. So tough draw in the opening round there for them, or their first round, I guess. Uh, let's see, we've got a bunch of folks coming on today. In addition to um, Miss Arkansas here in moments, we'll talk to her. We've got a few folks by phone. Hagen Smith had a reschedule. We'll talk to him at 1030 today. Uh, coming up in a bit, brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. Richard Davenport from Mohawk Sports at 1045. In the 11 o'clock hour, we've got the red-white report. We'll talk to a friend or two here. Maybe we'll get Barry Simon on, the president, in the 11 o'clock hour. But we've got Dr. O'Malley, who's going to join us at 1130. And we'll look forward to visiting with him from UAMS Orthopedics. Uh, Mayor Scott's going to be on with us at 11.45, and we'll get an update uh, from him about how cleanup is going. And as I was telling the morning guys a moment ago, I had driven, not driven down Shackleford from, and I don't know why I never went over there. I guess I'm trying to stay out of the way for the most part. Look at this work here. Around the Tierra she goes. <laughs> um, it's my second time. Yeah, it's good work. But um, I drove down Shackleford for the first time yesterday, and my gosh, it is... It's so mind-blowing, and I feel so terrible for the people over there, and I cannot imagine how long the recovery is going to be. I mean, they're still at the point where they haven't even razzed these homes that have been, you know, basically torn, you know, halfway apart where you're not going to be able to salvage the house. But they got to get in there still tear down. The teardown, you know, hasn't even started in most of these cases. So I have no idea. Maybe the mayor's got an idea on that. We'll talk to him about it. But my gosh, it is. it was so disheartening. You know, you kind of feel like, you know, for us, it's like, you know, we're kind of getting back to normal a little yep. bit. You're seeing businesses kind of getting closer to reopening. And, you know, the areas that just had roof damage and things like that, they're getting closer. Um, some of these apartments, I'm sure, will be reopened in the not-too-distant future. But, 
I mean, these people are going to be, you know, you're starting from ground up, literally. No, it, it is just, you drive through a neighborhood, and, you, and it, 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 it puts it in perspective. You, you think, we've, you know, we've done the fundraisers, we've done our, our shows out, we've tried to help, and it's, I hate to say it, but it's like we've moved on, and you drive through, and they're like, they're not even, we're close to moving on. No. It's so difficult. It's like a kernel of corn in the, uh, in the silo. I mean, there's just so much more work to be done. It's insane. So, anyway, uh, Ebony Mitchell's with us, the reigning Miss Arkansas. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're not our first Miss Arkansas, but it's been a long time since we've been allowed to have a Miss Arkansas on the show. So, I was on the buzz. Probably with the morning guys. They usually host Miss Arkansas within days. Yeah, on Media Week, which is intense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was that harder, or was it harder winning Miss Arkansas? Oh, it's harder winning Miss Arkansas. Okay. I mean, Media Week is intense, but that's just a preview of the whole year. Yeah. So it's always it's always crazy and intense. When did you get your crown? June eighteenth, last summer. So I've June eighteenth, last summer. So I've got about a month left yeah. and then I'll crown the next girl on June tenth. How year. do you feel? Are you excited to be done with it? Are you <laughs> That's that's what people always ask me, um, because the year is just filled. Every single day I'm in a different city doing a different event or um, at a school doing an appearance or doing a school assembly or just I went skydiving on Saturday. So okay. um, being booked for things like that. But I feel like my year has been so jam-packed and I've made such a big impact in Arkansas. So I'm content um, with where I am in the organization and I'm excited to give somebody else the opportunity. So I think I'm more excited. It's going to be bittersweet, of course, but yeah. it's exciting. If you could come back as an incumbent and like try to be Miss Arkansas again, <laughs> is that something you would do? There's no, a real test. There is. I think everyone should be Miss Arkansas one time because it, I think it happens at such Not an incredible years. time in your life yeah. um, and it all happens for a reason. Yeah. So I think this was my year, but... I'm content with what I've done and where I've left it and how exciting the last almost 11 months have been. So, I don't know. It's a good. That's a good question, but I've loved every second of it, so it's been awesome. What's next for you? Um, what's next? So, now that my year is kind of wrapping up, I've met everybody in the state of Arkansas, I think. So, it's really the, the biggest networking opportunity ever. Um, and I've had a few really good offers come. Um, I love nonprofits. You guys were just talking about the tornado and the destruction and how devastating that was. Um, and the Arkansas Food Bank has been pivotal in helping so many people get food and things that they need. Um, and they reached out to me. And so I may join them and their team. Um, I'm excited. I'll, I'll be the director of external affairs there. So oh, wow. I'll still be doing media and all the things just for an amazing nonprofit company. So you are doing that. We are announcing this officially. Yes. Considering it, you're doing it. Yet, Look at us breaking news. Here we go. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Sarah and Sherry both over there. They're amazing. The, they're, they're incredible. And they're they, amazing. They've got their big event Friday night. They've got empty yeah, bowls tomorrow. coming up. I'll be yeah. There. Good. Well, yes. I got a chance to attend that last year, and I've been friends with Sherry for a long time, going back to when she worked at the Cancer Society. Uh-huh. She's a phenomenal person. Sarah does a great job. So you uh, you're in good hands over there. That's a oh, great yeah. organization. They're great. I love them. Did you see what happened? They got uh, they got an okie doke pulled on them. There was a, I won't name names because I don't want to. I don't want to oh. cause any problems, oh, no. but there was a local distributor that was going to provide. It's an Italian wine-themed event, oh, yeah. and they got uh, all their booze ripped by the distributor. They decided, hey, we're not doing any charity events anymore. I think they came from the national level, not the local level, and so they were basically like, sorry, got to freeze this, and it's like two weeks to go. So the committee members had to all scramble around, and luckily some local liquor stores and other folks, and I know Rocktown stepped mm-hmm. up huge for them to help provide what they need for their event tomorrow. But can you imagine two weeks before an event, they go, no. hey, all that booze we were going to get you from the 350 people, yeah, about that we don't have any for you. Sorry. What a deal. So uh, kudos to the crew over there. They pulled it together. Amazing. Well, it shows the power that they have that they were able in short oh, yeah. time to be able to Everyone fix that. loves the food bank, yeah. so they're very lucky. Well, the, the event that we did, we did uh, an event over at uh, Sticky's, mm-hmm. and that went to um, the Hunger Relief Alliance, which yeah, works with the exactly. food bank. So. Yeah, we were happy to be a part of, uh, you know, obviously people who are going to be dealing with hunger issues short-term and long-term, and they do great work, too. So, yeah, I'm glad that you're doing that. Um, what's Where did you graduate from? I So, high school, I'm from Harrison. I went to Harrison right. High School there. Then I went to the University of Central Arkansas. Go Bears. Yes, go Bears. Graduated there, cheered there all four years, too. Um, and then I went to John Brown University for a master's degree. Nice. Yeah. That's very impressive. And when did you finish school? 
Um, my master's, I graduated last spring. Okay. So Do most people put school on hold, or are most people done when they win Miss Arts? Well, it just or it depends just where you are. So the age gap is pretty large. So you can start competing when you're 19, all the way up until you're 28. So you could be a full-on professional at that point, or you could just be starting college. Um, but if you win and you're in school, you, you usually take a year off just because there's just no way you could do it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw a great piece on the news Gary Burton did on yeah, you. Yeah, on Monday being, night. Being on from Harrison and changing, trying to yeah. change the perception of Harrison. Right. How is that going? It's awesome. Um, and, you know, I think being Miss Arkansas, people always ask me where I'm from. It's usually the first question. And I get to talk about Harrison, and there's always a huge gasp in the room just because I'm a woman of color who grew up from Harrison. I'm Miss Arkansas. It's just unheard of. So I get I have the opportunity to speak to a lot of people about my hometown and try to change that narrative of what it is and what it has been for years because um, there's a lot of great work that goes on there. Um, and the city members and the mayor and um, the DE and I committee do so much. So it's been really awesome and really cool to see the change. The, uh, there's been a billboard or two up there that have caused some alarm. I think they oh, need yeah. to put a big billboard on the edge of town that says the home of Miss Arkansas. There Do we is have one? one. Good. Yes, there's one on each side. There's one in the middle, too. Good. When I won, there were eight billboards put up of my face all over my hometown. <laughs> is that weird? It's intense. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Well, good. Well, I'm excited for your future. We'll get to hang out with you a little bit with some food back yeah, events. That's awesome. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there, so... We'll get your point of contact now. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, congrats on a great rain. What was your platform? Mine's about social media and online safety for kids. Okay. So we do a lot of school assemblies around social media safety for kids because it's so huge right now. Yeah, no doubt. Well, i got a few adults that probably need some protecting, too. Yeah, that's, so. too. that's true. Yeah. We do all ages. From themselves sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink and tweet, boys. No, we've been do learned the hard way. You know. Well, listen, Ebony, it was a treat having you on. Thank you for coming by hey, today. Thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, congrats on day. your... On your reign. Thank you so yeah. much. All right. Appreciate you. All right. It's 1027. We're here at Datamax celebrating 40 years. Take a break. We come back. Hagen Smith on a special day because we couldn't get him yesterday. We're going to get him today. Stay with us. You're in the zone live from Datamax. Again, free lunch. Get a pick before you take off. Yeah. Free lunch here until 3 o'clock. They're going to be here doing the open house. So we'll see how long the trucks are here. I'd suggest getting here over the lunch hour just to be safe. But we'll take a quick time out. It's 1027. You're in the zone. May is here, and Guatney Chevrolet is moving them out in the month of May. They're making way for the 2024s, a lot of 2023s out there, and they got to get those off the lot. So what they're doing to entice you to buy a 2023, they've got 0% financing on some of the vehicles out there, and no payments for 90 days. You could trade in your vehicle right now and not have to make a payment in the month of May, and then no payments for June, July, August. You wouldn't have to make another car note until September? How about that? That is a great deal. Head on over to GuatneyChevrolet.com, take a look at all the inventory, then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and go see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Sports Center. Two local schools beginning their postseason campaigns tomorrow in softball. First, it's the UCA Bears at 11 a.m. They'll take on North Alabama in Deland, Florida in the first round of the Atlantic Sun Championship. You can watch that game on ESPN+. Plus. Then, it'll be the Arkansas Razorbacks. They host the 2023 SEC Softball Tournament. Their opponent for tomorrow will be the Alabama Crimson Tide, the number five seed. They'll take them on at Bogle Park at 7 p.m. You can catch that one on the SEC Network. The Arkansas Travelers got their third consecutive win last night with a 6-3 victory. They are now 18-11 overall. They've got four more games with the Naturals to finish up this six-game series. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. This month, play to win the hottest SUV on the market. Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Ford Bronco is back, better than ever with more advanced technology and creature comforts, and could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win more in May, including a new Bronco. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. The party starts tonight, and the weekend is here. Karaoke at 9 p.m. every Thursday night only. Only add brewskis. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the Flooring King. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Welcome back year. to Datamax. We are going to get uh, Barry Simon on here in just a bit, although I will say Miss Arkansas is a tough act to follow. I'm sure he'll do just dandy. Uh, we'll look forward to visiting with the president here in a bit. We've got some other guests coming on. Celebrating 40 years. Again, the open house, 10 to 3 today. We're over here, 7400 KS Road. Encourage you to come by. They're doing some tech demos, uh, some door prizes. They're doing free lunch from Count Porcula and Lily's Mexican Cuisine. Just so many reasons to come by. So pop over and see us. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Island. We've got a special guest standing by on a special day in time. A 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 and two in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, Hagan Smith has been in good hands, as have all the Arkansas pitchers for the most part. We were talking about some of the things the defense has been doing this year, but the pitchers certainly helped themselves a lot. This weekend as well. Hagen, welcome back. Glad we could work it out today. Appreciate you coming on. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Uh, another week, another sweep. And it's funny, we keep joking about how coaches and players say it's hard to sweep. It's hard to sweep. I think it's four in a row yeah. and uh, maybe six on the year. Um, most of those have been to the good for you guys. Um, but, man, again, to, to focus all three games, close it out, and, uh, I mean, it's got to leave a, a pretty good feeling as you guys have two tough series coming up. What was your kind of assessment on the sweep of Mississippi State? Yeah, I thought it was a really big weekend for us going in. I mean, our, re- you could, our record should have been good on the road. So I thought it was good that we just well, – our team was really reluctant this weekend, honestly. And I think we just never stepped off the gas and just handled business pretty good. The you know Bulldogs obviously have had a tough year. And we were talking to Jace earlier in the week. And uh, one of the things I loved about the weekend, I think it was on the last game, was I heard a pretty loud hog call on the television broadcast. Uh, I don't know what kind of contingent you guys had over there, but you obviously had enough where we could hear a hog call on TV. Um, that is typically, you know, a pretty intimidating environment. What did you think of the, the games over there? 
Yeah, I mean, I thought all the games were pretty cool. Honestly, I thought the stadium was super nice and the fans are super cool. It was, it was really cool to go. I've never been there before, so I practiced that and then kind of took it all in for the game. Uh, you guys have had Mississippi State's number. I mean, that's, uh, what is it, 11 out of 12 now? Yep. So uh, you guys have certainly had a, a good run against them. Maybe you guys will get to see them in the tournament. Hagan's never lost to Mississippi State. <laughs> Did we switch them last year? Yeah. Yeah, right, there yeah you guys yeah. them last year. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Um, so your performance, you guys kind of got things started well, 6-2. to two. I mean, being part of a two-hitter, pretty darn good. Uh, and then you got a couple of guys that came in and hammered down and didn't give up a single hit the last four innings. Hmm. Um, you Hagen's know. the only one who gave up a hit. Well, Wes, he also uh, <laughs> won the game, so give him a break. 7-1 um, now in the season. You know, Hagen, my cup's always half full. Wes always has to point out the negatives. But uh, how, how would you assess your performance? I'd say that's pretty dominant. Uh, it was, on, on paper, it was better than it looked. Uh, I think I did. I didn't do very good at all, honestly. I think I had one of the worst starts of the year, for sure. But, I mean, having those guys behind me in the bullpen, and you can tell I got no hit, so that shut it down. Well, Wes has been complaining about the number of pitches and trying to get you deeper in the game. Did get five five innings, so, you know, I don't know. How, how late? How long, what do you want to go? Eight? Seven. I mean, if you don't pitch nine innings, Wes isn't happy. Yeah, I, I want seven. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. I'm going to get seven out of before the year's over. I promise you. I uh, promise you. Gage has become a legit stopper. He has been uh, so good of late. Um, and really through the season, he's been pretty darn good. Hagan, what did you see from him? What do you, what do you like about what he does and how he's pitching right now? I mean, yeah, he showed us in the fall. He showed everyone in the fall. He was dominant like that. I mean, he just had a good confidence like we talked about before. And he just shows right now how much confidence he has to go in there. He has trust in all his pitches and his attack zone. You were uh, very uh, excited to start that Mississippi State game. I, I, just the reaction on the mound, the fist pumping, uh, the was the adrenaline flowing? Uh, you just seemed to be really jacked up in that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going in. I love pitching environments, the hot sun environments like that. I think it brings the best out of me, honestly. And I knew it was going to be pretty packed and uh, the fans were rowdy, so I was really pumped to pitch there. Coach said, after, "Coach said after the game that you may have been a little too jacked up. He wants, he wants to try to calm you down a little bit. Maybe he can get more out of you. Did, did, was that an issue for you? Do you think?" Uh, yeah, it's hard. I have a hard time feeling my heart rate down in the dugout in between innings. So I just do a better job of that. I'll be able to go far. Talking to Hagen Smith on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. I alluded to it at the beginning of the segment, Hagan. You guys have 45 double plays on the season, which is by far the most in the SEC by six. Um, as a pitcher, how does that make you feel watching your guys make plays and knowing that uh, you get a guy on, no big deal, because you can eliminate him on one pitch? I mean, it's, it's awesome to have that behind you. It's even better than uh, if you have a guy down, you have guys will step up and still continue to do the same thing. I think it's all that Peyton Holt this weekend. He stepped up. Peyton when he's playing. He did a really good job. Yeah, and, you know, it's, we talked about this the other day, and I don't know how you feel as a pitcher, but, you know, we talk about percentage, fielding percentage. Everybody's fielding percentage is pretty good. Um, a lot of it's, you know, when you make an error or, or don't make a play. But to me, your guys make, you know, a lot of plays that are no better than 50-50s. Cali uh, had a couple of plays at third base that come to mind, and Bolton, I thought, had a really nice play going up the middle to uh, prevent a base hit as well. Um what, what do you think of that? I mean, as far as that goes, it, it, guys that uh, maybe make plays that it's, it's just going to show up as a play made, but I think most guys are not going to make them, and a lot of times they would have probably gone as a hit. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, once Kyle started hitting that defense, kind of showed again. I think he, I think he's a little timid beginning of the season because he was struggling at the play, but now that he's hitting, I think he's just doing amazing on all cylinders. And then I mean, our defense has been really good all year. Speaking of amazing on all cylinders, uh, Kendall Diggs, phenomenal in the leadoff spot. Ten RBI over the weekend, including a grand slam home run. Probably would have been the offensive player of the week if the dude from Ole Miss had hit four home runs in a single game. Um, what do you like about what he's doing in that leadoff spot? I mean, you can put him anywhere in the lap. He's going to hit. That's just what he does. And he's gotten a lot better in the outfield. It just shows that getting the experience out there, he's got a future out there in the outfield, and then he's going to continue to hit wherever he is in the lineup. How about South Carolina? God, we haven't watched anything about them yet, but I mean, I've, I've watched a few of their games. They're a really good team all, all the way around. I'm not 
I've heard that they're being dealt, but I don't know if they are or not. But they're going to be really good tests for us. Hagan, we're getting um, a little more from Brady. I don't know how many innings he'll go. I think he went a, an inning or so, and then a couple innings here this last weekend. Maybe we'll get three this week. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I thought his stuff was great, especially he was getting his breaking stuff over for strikes. Um, tell me from your perspective as a pitcher what you've seen in his progression on the way back. Yeah, I mean, I knew Brady would be better uh, when he came back. He had to get the uh, pitching in, so it was nice to see him getting a starter role building up because he's being he could be a starter he had like five pitches he just went last year in his closer role he really only needed two uh, and then we were talking also this week and I don't know what their timeline is specifically I know Wagner's got uh, Wagner's going to get his pins out this week but you know, for those guys, typically, and, and for Tiger, too, I guess, um, how long do you see for those guys to, to typically get back in the flow of things? Or, I mean, can it be pretty immediate? Any idea how much they've been able to, to work out and maybe get some reps at all? I mean, I would think Joseberg at least been able to swing a bat with a bad hammy, just maybe not run around much. Yeah, I think Tavian, I don't know. I think I've heard he's been swinging, but I'm not sure. And then me and Jared, actually, me and him worked out together at Mississippi State, so he's been working out. And I think he just got his pins out the other day, but I don't know if he swung it or anything yet. How long do you think it'll take him? I mean, does it come back pretty immediately, you think? I don't know if you've been through this before. I've never seen a guy that's gone through that injury before. I I, I guess it just depends on how I feel. Are you done with classes? I am. I just took my last two exams yesterday. That's why I couldn't get on because I had some Zoom exam I took forever. <laughs> How good is that feeling to be done? And now you're you're a baseball player. You're a full time yeah. baseball player here on out. Yeah, I mean it feels really good now that I mean everyone's focused on one thing now, not test school. I think everyone's laser focused on baseball now. Is there any summer school for you? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe okay. one class I did, but I'm not sure. Maybe maybe second session. We want you focused for the next month or two for sure. Yeah. Last week, uh, Dave Van Horn said that uh, you knew all week that you were going to start against Mississippi State. So I'm wondering, do you know what you're doing this week? Um, I'm not sure completely, honestly. I haven't got a like, 100% confirmation yet, but I assume I'll be going sometime this weekend. I think I'll get a start again, I think. I'm not sure. I'll guarantee you, you're going to pitch at some point this week. <laughs> I guarantee you, okay? So be ready. I just wondered. Yeah. I just have a feeling. You, uh, I think we'll see you Friday night to start off the series against South Carolina. Yeah. Well, we're going to let you go, man. I appreciate the time, and uh, good luck this week, Hagan. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Yeah, you can you can sense that relief. That's got to be nice. Um, no more class. Like you said, just, just be a baseball player. Now I get to focus on... Next series, next uh, next batter, and next win, hopefully. 7-1 and one now in the season. Hagan is. Mm-hmm. Best ERA on the team. Look, there is the, you can only criticize one thing for him, and that's the number of pitches that he throws to get outs. In the first two innings last week, I mean, he was rolling. I mean, he, he had a 10-pitch inning, I think, and a 7-pitch inning. Yeah. It was like he had 17 pitches through two innings, and I'm like, this is it. This is going to be the game where we see Hagen go six, six, seven, maybe eight innings. Who knows? And then just the third, fourth, fifth inning, it was like he was throwing 20-something pitches every single inning. Then the walks started piling up. He had a, a season-high eight strikeouts this uh, past week, but he also he, had five he, walks. You didn't point that out, did you? No, you're too busy being negative. Um 112 pitches in five innings. Look at his counterpart, who also, by the way, gave up four earned runs. Uh, Kate Smith threw 97 pitches in six innings. So you'd love to get something like that, to your point, out of Hagen. He also only walked two guys, Kate Smith did, and that's a big part of it, obviously. So, But he nice gave up five hits. So that's seven base runners, and Hagen had seven base runners. Yeah. So they had the same amount of guys on base. It's just Mississippi State doesn't have Arkansas's defense playing behind their pitchers. True. I don't know how many double plays they turned in that game. Where's that stat? Yeah. I don't see any. I don't either. Well, anyway, good work. Scattering seven base runners, I guess. So Hmm. um, that's what's uh, impressive, too. You know, Adcock didn't give up a hit, didn't walk anybody. Gage did walk three guys in his three innings, but didn't give up a single hit, so it all worked out okay. Let's uh, let's take a break. We're here at Databacks again. We will take a break. Barry Simon going to join us 
after the break. We'll get some other guests on today as well, but uh, stick around. And uh, we've got Richard Davenport coming up on the other side, actually, before we hit the top of the hour as well. It is 1044. Stay with us. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elliot's Mexican Grill. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. He's a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Paul Griffin in Monticello, Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, or John Goins in Little Rock. It's Justin Acri, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. It is 1048. Welcome back at The Zone. We are live at Datamax on Canis Road, 7400. Canis Road here in Little Rock, and we want you to come by and say hello. they got an open house until 3 o'clock today. You can go to datamaxarkansas.com. That's their website, but stop by. They're doing some tech demonstrations. They're having folks over. They're feeding people. Yes, you two are welcome to come and eat. It's all taken care of. Count Porcula and Lily's Mexican Cuisine. I know I'm going to take advantage of a little bit of that a little bit later. And we are now going to go to the brand of moving and storage hotline. Talk to Mr. Davenport from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports. Richard, happy Thursday. How are you? Doing well, man. How about you guys? We are good, good. Um, I want to ask you about this wild story. Wes just saw on social media Wyatt Simmons, who is the son of Harding's head coach, Paul Simmons, is apparently uh, had a conversation with Coach Pittman, and he has been offered by Arkansas. He's also been offered by Florida State, Oklahoma. He's talked to a number of other schools, including Georgia and Stanford as well. And this is all kind of exploding 
at the last minute here over the last week or so. Apparently, uh, from what I've been told, he put a tape out sort of uh, randomly, or his coaches put a tape out of him. He had every intention of going to play for his dad at Harding, and that may still be the case, apparently, from what I'm told. But um, he put a tape out, and the tape basically said football. It wasn't real well labeled. It wasn't really well marketed. But a few coaches saw it, and whatever they saw in there, they obviously liked it a lot. And Wyatt Simmons has become all the rage. And you know how it is, uh, Richard. You've seen it a million times before. It's like one domino falls, and the rest follow behind him when it comes to recruiting in a lot of cases. That's usually the case. Uh, sometimes it doesn't really happen. Uh, obviously, doesn't usually doesn't happen this quickly. But like you said, the, his video got out, and uh, it got spread 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 around as far as his offers, and and then uh, so many other schools are jumping on board. And it sometimes sometimes it just takes that one or two, and, it, and sometimes that one or two never comes, which is kind of amazing. Sometimes on some of the guys that I've seen I had Division One talent, but uh, in this case. Uh, his speed kind of stands out. He's got good size, about six two, six three, about two hundred and ten pounds. But uh, uh, his closing speed is probably the thing that really I think uh, grabs uh, most of the attention of, of the college coaches. So, uh, yeah, it, it, he's one of those guys that uh, usually it's kind of he's kind of well known and and uh, and people kind of have heard about him, but uh, he, he kind of broke onto the scene pretty quick. Yeah, well, you're not going to find a better family, that's for sure. If you're going to you're gonna definitely a great young man. That's a safe bet there. So, While we're talking football, what's going on with the portal for uh, Arkansas and bringing guys in? Uh, well, uh, KV, uh, uh, KV uh, Rose, a uh, defensive lineman from uh, Louisiana Tech, 6'3", about 300 pounds, is supposed to be on campus right now for an official visit uh and uh i think uh, you're probably going to see maybe one or two more coming in this weekend but i uh, haven't uh, confirmed that just yet but uh they're, they're still they got six spots left and i, I anticipate them uh, getting close to filling all those spots uh, if not uh not all but most and, and then maybe leave uh, one or two uh, maybe for, for walk-on possibilities Richard, what's the story with the tight end from North Texas that committed, decommitted, recommitted? Well, you know, he, he committed to to him, and then uh, he, he wanted to make a visit to uh, Cal, and I'm not so sure that that went over too well initially. And then they visited, and I think uh, they came to an agreement after his visit to, to California and, and, and agreed that, and that they wanted to, uh, you know, be a you know, be uh, be uh, back together, I guess you could say. But uh, I mean, he's, he's obviously one of the better tight ends. At, at transfer portal, Arkansas needs uh, uh, more depth there, and uh, maybe an older uh, tight end. So I, I think uh, all that played into into the uh, decision to go ahead and uh, bring him back into the fold. All right, let's move to basketball and the portal. Who's out there? What are they? Who are they going after right now that we know? Well, right now they're, they're I mean, they're, they're staying in contact with some guys. But the number one thing right now is focused on uh, Devo and and Jordan Walsh. Do, do they come back? Uh, you figure maybe one may come back, but you don't figure that two of them will. But uh, a lot of that, a lot of that will depend on uh, if they. Who comes back, and then how many spots you have left over? Obviously, Ron Holland is a, a big topic right now, and not, nothing's happened there as far as him being released from his NIL from the University of Texas. So that's still kind of a, kind of on hold until he gets released. But if he gets released, which you figure he will, I think it's Arkansas or the G League, and and I think. I'll be honest with you, he had the option to go go to the G League all along, and he's decided to go to college. So I think you know, when it's all said and done, he's going to end up in college, and I think Arkansas is in good, good shape right now with you know uh, with him. I saw the, uh, the forward from Missouri jumped in the portal, or is expected to put his name in the portal, and heck of a player and 
Uh, lit up Arkansas a couple times. Uh, kind of a power forward that shoots it. Any interest, do you think, from Arkansas? Uh, to be honest with you, I've been kind of tied up with... Uh, did, did that just happen, or when, when did that happen? I've been tied up with some stuff. Yeah, it was. He was expected to put his name in the portal yesterday, but I haven't seen it official. So maybe he hasn't done it as of yet. Yeah, well, I, I, there, there's definitely been some uh, additions to the portal the last 24 to 48 hours. That uh, I think uh, the Creighton forward is one, uh, the Kansas big big man. Uh, but uh, again, some of it, a lot of it, depends on what uh, Jordan Walsh and and Devo, Devo decided. Both of them come back. Obviously, you're going to welcome them back, and, and then that's going to cut down on your, you know, your, your numbers that are available. But uh, you know, and then you got Holland still in the as a possibility. So uh, there's, you know, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, I don't, I, it's kind of a juggling act right now. How it all ends up, I, I don't know. But obviously, I think if Holland wants to come and be a Razorback. Uh, they're going to welcome him with open arms. Basketball-wise, recruiting for the future, um, who is blowing up in the state as far as high school basketball players to keep an eye on? Uh, man, uh, you, you got you got Lanier from uh, Mall Mel who's really kind of starting to, on the national scene in the 26th class. Uh, Jacob Lanier has uh, really started to take off a little bit. I think he's one that uh, has already, you know, got, I think I think he's got uh, about five or six offers right now. Uh, I think uh, that's going to continue to grow as the, the summer con- continues. And, and he, you know, coaches seen play on the, on the, uh, uh, on the circuit. Uh, the thing is with the 26 class, m- most of the coaches are focused on the 24 and 25s. They, they they definitely are obviously aware of, of the 26, but the, their their main focus as far as seeing guys is uh, the 24s and 25s. But uh, I, I think uh, even even with that, his uh, offer list is going to continue to grow. Football wise, who's next uh, in state on uh, making some announcements? Uh, but we had a little uh, kind of a run of. Uh, in-state guys committing to Arkansas. Anybody uh, close to making an announcement? Uh, I think right now you're probably going to see a, a lot of activity in June. Junior's, June is always uh, traditionally the the uh, month for football and basketball, to be honest with you. Uh, that's when you're going to – Arkansas already set up uh, a lot of official visits for June. Uh, Kobe Brandon from uh, – from Fort Smith, North uh, South, South Side, offensive lineman, about six six, about three hundred ten pounds. I think he's probably one you want to keep it on. As far as in state, uh, he's he's going to decide in June. But uh, a lot of guys are, you know, right now kind of focused on spring practice, and then then once they they're able to take some official visits in June, that's when they'll start uh, doing that, and then uh, you'll start hearing some more decisions. All right, Richard, good stuff. Appreciate the time, and uh, we will talk to you in a couple weeks. We'll see you guys. All right, Richard Davenport of Whole Hog Sports and the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We're back at Data Max after this. Barry Simon will join us in our next segment. We've got the red-white report coming up, brought to you by Big O Tires. Also, Dr. O'Malley from UAMS. We've got the mayor of Little Rock, Frank Scott, will join us. So, much more ahead. Stay with us in the zone. I'm just a opinion of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell & Sword & Conway has everything for gentlemen at a great price. Everything that a man would need. Shoes, a huge denim selection from AG, Page, 34 Heritage, accessories, and gifts. Pullovers, shirts, and sweaters. Bell & Sword, quality men's clothing in the store. The only store with a tailor on staff for your custom needs. 